we are back for our second episode in our series about rest. And I know all you moms with young kids are like, yes, yes, tell me how to get some more rest. And I feel you. I have kids that are way too old to not be sleeping through the night, but yet here we are. And guys, rest is awesome because it's going to help give you the energy to balance all of the things that you've got to do and to show up in all of the ways that God is calling you to. So today we're talking about physical rest and three steps to get the physical rest that you need. All right, let's jump in. Mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome back, Nourished Moms. Today, we are talking about physical rest. Physical rest is an important part of the nourishment that your body needs. And it's for your body, but yet it's all connected because when your body is rested, your mental and emotional health are better and your spiritual health is better. Like we can't separate all these things. They are all connected. So first, let's talk about the obvious one, sleep. Psalm 127.2 tells us that God gives to his beloved sleep. And I know that some of you moms with young kids are over there like, "Um, God ain't giving me any sleep right now. (laughs) But this is the thing. We just have to prioritize it, right? He doesn't say that you're going to have uninterrupted sleep, but we can make choices to make sure that we're still getting the sleep that we need even when it's interrupted during the night. And we can obviously see the effects of not getting enough sleep in our kids, right? They're cranky. They can't control their emotions. They're having all sorts of tantrums. But honestly, it's the same thing with adults. I've been known to throw a tantrum when I am not getting enough sleep. And if you're having a hard time with your patients, maybe you just need some more sleep. So you guys know the facts. We're supposed to get around seven to nine hours of sleep a night and getting enough sleep improves our attention, our mental health, our ability to control our emotions and not getting enough sleep leads to weight gain, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, depression, anxiety. No, thank you, right? We need to make this a priority. So you've got to aim for about seven to nine hours every night. And you got to pay attention to what works for you because some people need seven, some people need nine. Like me, I'm good with like seven and a half. And if I get less than that, I'm tired and I'm cranky. And if I get more than that, I'm actually tired too. So seven and a half is like the magic number for me. And honestly, I naturally wake up after about seven and a half hours. So figure out what works for you. 
And one of the best ways to make sure you're getting into bed on time and you're getting to sleep on time is to have a bedtime routine. And you probably all have a bedtime routine for your kids, but do you have one for yourself? Because a good routine is going to help your body wind down from your busy day and be ready for rest. Your routine can be long or short. It can have lots of things or just a couple things, whatever works for you. But the main point is that you want to be consistent because it's those certain habits that are going to send signals to your body that it's time to sleep. So the first step is to do some math to figure out what time your routine should start. So if I need to be up at six o'clock in the morning and I need seven and a half hours of sleep at night, that means I need to be sleeping by 10.30. And if my bedtime routine is a half an hour, that means that it needs to start at 10. So do the math, figure out how long your bedtime routine is, figure out you know when you need to start, and then set a timer to tell you when it's time to start. This is gonna be your trigger, like the timer goes off, okay, now I do X, Y, and Z. And for you moms that are up multiple times a night with little ones, seven and a half hours, 1030 to six is not seven and a half hours for you. So you need to account for the time that you're up in the middle of the night and do the math adding that in so you're getting the amount of sleep that you need. And I know what you're thinking like, well, I need to stay up late to get this and this done because I can't get it done when the baby's up or I need to wake up early to do this. But I promise you that if you are well rested, you're gonna work more efficiently and it's going to be easier for you to get the things done. So the second step is to get your environment right. So bright lights are going to tell your body that it's time to be awake. So lower the lights, turn off your screens because that blue light is going to trigger your body to be awake. So really they say no screens an hour before bedtime. I usually do like a half an hour, but I don't have problems sleeping at night. If you have problems sleeping at night, falling asleep or staying asleep, try for that hour because it it can be very beneficial. So lower the lights, get rid of the screens, um, lower the temperatures. So your body temp naturally drops when you're sleeping. So if you lower the temperature, it's going to trigger your body to get into that tired, sleepy mode. And the third step is to include some spiritual and mental rest so you can clear your mind and get rid of the daily worries. Something like um, reading the Psalms or journaling. If you have a lot on your mind, you can do a brain dump of just all the things that you feel like you have to do tomorrow just so you're not thinking about it as you're laying down trying to fall asleep. So for example, if you want to look at a nighttime routine, this is what mine looks like. My alarm goes off at 10. I go into the kitchen and kind of shut down the house, get a glass of water, do those types of things. Takes me about 10 minutes. I go upstairs into my bedroom where the air conditioner is now on because it's summertime and the lights are off because my husband's sleeping and I have a little book light that has really good options. It has like the soft yellow light or it has the bright blue light. So at night I'm using that soft yellow light. I get into bed and I read some Psalms and I wind down and within 20 minutes I am falling asleep and then I turn off the light and I go to bed. If I have a lot on my mind, I also have my journal on my nightside table and I'll write down some stuff in my journal that I've been thinking about or worrying about and just pray over that. 
And that is my bedtime routine. So figure out, you know, the things that are going to help you wind down and make a routine out of it. All right. And physical rest isn't just for nighttime. We need physical rest during the day as well, especially busy moms. We are dealing with a lot of stressors, right? We're dealing with big emotions. We're dealing with sibling fighting. We're dealing with running the kids around and making a lot of decisions. And we need to give our body some time to rest throughout all of this to recoup and recharge. And when we don't, it's then that we're losing our patience, that we're stressed out, and that we're cranky. Adding moments of rest throughout your day, adding it into your routines, can be a game changer for moms. So we've talked about the difference between the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system before. So your parasympathetic nervous system is like your system that tells your body that it's time to relax. It's when your body is at ease. Also, it's called your rest and digest nervous system. And your sympathetic nervous system is like the one that tells your body it's time to go. This is like flight or fight mode. This is when you you release adrenaline and you can also be like stressed and on edge because of all that adrenaline. And both of these serve a good purpose in our lives and we need to have a balance between the two. However, busy moms tend to live in the sympathetic mode, right? We're running from one thing to the next, getting the kids from soccer to drama to cooking dinner all of these things. Or maybe we're on high alert because the baby has to not nap and the toddler's in the other room, you know, tearing apart the toy bin. And we're thinking, you know, we gotta get this baby down and it stresses us out. It causes us to be in that sympathetic mode. But we need to get our body out of sympathetic mode because it can really wear us out and stress us out. So let's talk about some techniques that are going to help you switch into parasympathetic mode throughout your day. Deep, slow breathing switches your body into parasympathetic mode. Singing stimulates your vagus nerve and um, meditation, also good for that, and exercise. So where can you schedule these into your day, into your routines to help you deal with the daily stressors and really recharge your body so you're ready to take on all of the other things that are going to come your way because you know they're coming. Maybe you can wake up and get 10 minutes of exercise in or, um, you know, sing when you're putting the baby down for a nap or in the car. Um, if your kids are like mine, they'll probably yell at you and tell you to shut up. But honestly, I don't think I'm a terrible singer. And I keep telling them, like, I get to do what I want to do sometimes too. So deal with it. <laughs> um, maybe you can practice deep breathing before your meals. So where can you create these habits throughout your day and consistently plug them in, like tie them to something else that you're doing so they become a habit? Another practice that can help you get that physical rest that you need is an afternoon quiet time. So you know the afternoon slump, like around 3 o'clock, and you're thinking like, man, I really need some more coffee. Like maybe you just need a break. So it's totally natural to feel tired in the afternoon because it's part of our circadian rhythm, which is like the biological rhythm. It cycles on like a pretty much a 24-hour clock. 
and it gives us signals for different physiological and behavioral changes that influence like hormone release, influence our temperature, our eating habits, digestion, our mood, and our sleep. And this is all like how we are created, how we are wired. So it causes us to feel tired late in the afternoon and it's okay to just go with it right? Schedule some downtime into your routine, even if it's just 15 minutes to let your body get that rest that it needs. So what could that look like? Maybe it's sitting out on your back porch and just listening to some music. Maybe it's sitting down with a book or just meditating. Um, Maybe it's reading the Bible or listening to the Bible app. Maybe it's sitting out in the yard with your kids with some books and some snacks. Whatever it looks like for you, that's what it looks like for you. That works. How can you get a little bit of rest in your afternoon? Add this in as a priority. Add this into your routine blocks and it's going to give you that energy that you need to get through the rest of the day and not just through it, but like thrive through it, like feel good through it. And we're going to talk more about that routine blocking and the rhythms in the last episode of this series. So for me, what it looks like, it looks like some downtime before my dinner routine. So sometimes it's 30 minutes. I mean, sometimes it's just five minutes depending on the day, but I'm really trying to make it a priority. And I just sit down. A lot of times I read, I decompress, I listen to music, and I just chill out before I jump into the dinner chores. All right, let's recap. So three tips to get the physical rest that you need is first of all, make it a priority. So if you didn't check out yesterday's episode, go back over there and check out the episode on mindset so you can get your mind in the right place. But anyway, so number one, create a bedtime routine because this is gonna help you get to bed and get to sleep on time. Add moments of physical rest throughout your day. Attach them to things that you're already doing so you can make them habits. And then take an afternoon quiet time, whether it's five minutes or a half an hour, add something into your afternoon to just give you that pick me up that you need and to recharge. All right, ladies, I thank you for listening. I'm so grateful. And if you find this podcast helpful, please, please share it with your friends, share it on Facebook, you know, just tell your friends about it. And I would be so grateful. All right. I pray that God blesses you this week. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.